This is Anne Mary Mullane of Sunday to Sunday Productions with another episode of The Witness Podcast. The entertainment choices of the summer were stellar. Taylor Swift crisscrossed the country with her record-setting Eras Tour. Beyonce toured with Renaissance, too. Both tours were spectacular events that sold out stadiums and lots of merch. Oh, by the way, that's the popular slang for merchandise. Fans planned vacations around these concerts, flying to other cities in search of tickets. For those of us who stayed closer to home, there was Barbaheimer. Two blockbuster movies that seemingly appealed to two different audiences. Oppenheimer was billed as an epic biographical thriller, while Barbie is a fantasy comedy. In an unusual move, both movies were released on the same weekend, with many moviegoers planning on a double feature. Hence the moniker Barbieheimer, because we do love our slang. Everyone knows that Barbie stole the box office. Well, I've never been a concert goer, but I do like the movies. And yes, I wore a pink blouse on purpose to go see Barbie. Dressing for the event has become part of popular culture. It happened for the Taylor Swift and Beyonce concerts, too. Of course, one needs pictures in front of the step and repeat or in the Barbie box. It was all in silly fun. After all, for each Barbie with a new costume and a new career, it became an opportunity for a child to try on that persona. And all of us moviegoers were doing the same thing. While these activities have drawn much derision from a mostly male counterpart who have a long history of needing the correct sports jersey and face paint before they go to a game. Well, Barbie may be history's most recognizable toy which is ironic since Barbie was created at a time when there were few toy options for girls. And it's often met with criticism because of the idealized skinny body type. I get it. It's been a tough road for women to be taken seriously. But now our confidence has grown to a point where we demand a seat at the table. If we don't get it, we bring our own chair. It's a new age and no woman needs to tolerate being objectified in any manner. Well, I have to admit, I was a bit single-minded and saw only the body type bias when my own daughters were in the Barbie doll age. I remember one mom saying during the play date, 
There's no such thing as being too thin or having too many Barbies. That mom's sentiment was captured in the Barbie movie by the character Gloria, played by America Ferreira, as a stressed out Mattel employee who feared her own daughter was slipping away from her. It was true. No little girl has just one Barbie. In fact, aside from the already noted multitude of careers that Barbie has had, each one denoted with the appropriate outfits, little girls choose Barbies who are different from themselves in hair color and skin tone. Hmm. And that's in contrast to what I remember from the neighborhood boys who only wanted a G.I. Joe doll that looked like them. In the most conservative view, a baby doll was deemed more wholesome. And yet, little girls in play will always choose one Barbie to be the mom. So it brings me to the question. Are women just naturally more ready for an all-inclusive world? And indeed, the Barbie movie explores the question of self-discovery. Barbie, played by Margot Robbie, the most popular of Barbies in the matriarchal Barbie land, crosses over to the real world to seek and remedy for an existential crisis, cellulite, and worries of mortality. Illustrating another common female trait, the willingness for self-deprecating humor. Ken, played by Ryan Gosling, is acknowledged as Barbie's accessory, and he follows her into the real world where he learns about patriarchy. Barbie's real life adventure uncovers the complexity of our lives as women. Barbie land as a whole succumbs to Ken's patriarchy takeover. This strand of the storyline threads a more thoughtful and serious story. What Barbie learns about female strength and heart from her human female friends, she uses to help the other Barbies to reassert their confidence. Sadly, it takes a fictional setting for women to triumph over the patriarchy. But in the end, the pendulum does not switch back, but oscillates to, towards more inclusivity. Barbie and Ken reconcile, but Ken doesn't win the girl. Instead, Barbie wants self-discovery, not only for herself, but also for Ken. I guess I answered my earlier question. Women are more ready for a more inclusive world. Well, Barbie decides to return to the real world where little girls grow up and become women. 
Barbie's story has no end because there's always another outfit and another career to conquer. Another generation will choose Barbies for the dream they see at the moment and they will play and they will try out that dream and exploring a variety of dreams that will hopefully lead them to a confident future. Thank you. This is Anne Mary Mullane for Sunday to Sunday Witness from Kearney, New Jersey. Please subscribe to Sunday to Sunday and tell your friends about us. Check out our full website and other free resources at sundaytosunday.net. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.